Today's episode is brought to you by Triumph Equine Kinesiology Tape. Accessible, affordable, and made for all sticky situations. It's my favorite equine kinesiology tape, and I bet it'll be yours too. Available at triumphtape.com, and we'll also link it in the show notes. I'm Judith, and this is the Starline Equine Bodywork Podcast. This is a podcast about all of the things that I've learned and continue to learn in my career with horses. For the better part of a decade, I've been a full-time equine bodywork practitioner, educator, and author. My obsession? How horses really work. And how to get the most from our relationship with them in training and in sport. My passion? Helping horse owners, body workers, and aspiring body workers get going, unpack the latest science, research, and experiences behind what we do with horses to support their potential and optimize their performance. Everybody talks about pole exercises. We want to be doing them uh, in the arena to keep things, you know, a little different through the winter months. Um, and we want to be doing them to create different uh, things with our horse. But do any of us really think about what those objectives are and what pole exercises actually do and accomplish for our horse? So I wanted to talk to uh, you guys a little bit about that today. So pole exercises, I love them. They create rhythm in the horse. Uh, they help you engage and recruit the core muscles of your horse. They can help your horse learn uh, to really regulate its balance over its center of mass and even begin to have more correct movement and use of their limbs. It'll put joints through flexions and can actually be used to correct the use of joints that are in rehabilitation from injury or strengthen joints. So think about stifle work, those types of things. Uh, in the end, proper use of pole exercises can actually make some postural corrections in your horse, improve their motor patterns as a result of this postural corrections, and help them with their proprioception. Not to mention they're fun, they're challenging, and for the most part, they can be altered to be everything from low impact for your rehabilitation and for your teaching motor control and altered motor patterns, all the way up to more gymnastic and high-intensity workouts. So with that range of difficulty, I think it's really important to know what we're setting and why we're setting it. Because you always see these pictures going around on the internet, you know, try this, try that. But no one ever talks about what the objective of those exercises are. So I want to talk a little bit right now about different ways to use poles uh, very simply and what they're going to create in the horse. And you can build on that and you can change the exercises based on what you're trying to accomplish with your own horse. Now, I usually start horses, introduce the idea of walking over several poles, starting with three and going up to about five poles in a row on the ground at a proper walking distance. And both ends of the pole will be equal distance apart. Uh, they're not going to be in a fan. They're going to be a nice straight line. And what this does 
is it introduces not only the idea of stepping up and over and being conscious of where your footfall is, but it creates even movement in both hind limbs and both front limbs. So they have to, in order to step up and across the pole, they have to use their left hind leg in the same stride length as their right hind leg. And you would be surprised how many horses do not use their hip flexors well on one side or the other, and sometimes both. And so this can really be helpful. Now, if you have a horse that is uh, rehabilitating from any type of pelvic fracture, you want to be speaking to your veterinarian before you go ahead and introduce pole work. I just want to make that very, very clear that you want to be working in conjunction with your veterinarian. But sometimes we have, um, you know, tension in the hamstrings or an SI issue. And these, once they've been cleared by your veterinarian, walk poles can be a very good way to start to introduce use of swinging that limb forward and recording recruiting those hip flexors. And at that point, that's when we're going to slightly make the distance between the poles a little bit longer. So the horse, you're going to be mindful of his natural stride length, and you're going to then um, bump that distance a little wider. So your horse has to step across the poles uh, with a little bit more attempt at reaching. Now, um, At this point, the poles are on the ground, whether you want to be using a flat pole so it doesn't roll or a jump rail, either works. Um, It's up to your comfort level. Now, when we begin to raise poles, when we are walking over them and even trotting over them, it's still relatively low impact on the horses. That's what the literature is showing, but it allows the joints to go through their full flexion and extension. So uh, when we trot poles, not only on a straight line, not only are we teaching rhythm, but we're also now having low impact use of all of those joints. We're going to raise the poles and the more you raise the poles, or if you're going to go every other side, so left side raised, right side raised um, on opposite poles, then what happens is you're not only exercising the horse's proprioceptive ability and concentration, but then because you're asking for greater flexion through the fetlock, through the hawk, through the stifle, and consequently you're working the SI joints more, you're going to be strengthening those areas. And because the poles are even distance apart, you're going to be working the left and the right simultaneously. Now, when we begin to use things like fan poles, I suggest starting with them flat and not raised on the ground. So this way, they're essentially making up part of an arc instead of being equal distance on the left and the right sides between the poles. And this arc, what this begins to do, arcs have your horse engage their core. Not only do they have to engage their core and have correct flexion, but it also helps their proprioceptive abilities. Now, 
If you have a horse that has a tendency to lean on your left or on your right leg as it goes through turns, if they have hoof flare on one side, it's all indicators that the horse is chronically leaning its body weight a little more on one side than the other or on one leg more than the other. And when this happens, this is a cycle we have to break. So not only are you going to be working with your farrier and your body worker, but a way to overcome some of that leaning is when we're doing the fan pull exercises with the poles flat on the ground is to leave a standard in the center. And you're going to be walking through this in hand. I suggest doing it in hand and not without a rider to begin with. And the the standard in the center of your circle will actually help your horse gauge to stay away from that and make them feel a little bit straighter. You'll notice a really big difference really quickly. They'll tend to begin to grow less flare because they're not leaning. They will feel a little better under tack when you rehearse these things. Now, you can use that exercise, of course, under tack once your horse has uh, some experience with it, we'll say. Now, poles can be used to teach straightness as well. We can use them as guide rails when we are backing up our horse, our 10 steps in hand before and after rides, as I love to tell everyone is my favorite exercise. Um, this will help your horse with straightness and with uh, coordination. Now, my favorite exercise for uh, aiding shoulder bulges in horses, which we often feel uh, when we're turning, you can feel the horse want to shift its shoulder and escape through, you know, the front door to the right or to the left, depending on which way your horse likes to bulge. The way I like to use poles to teach horses to control their, sh their shoulder bulge is to make a line of poles through the center of the arena. And I'm going to walk not parallel to that line of poles, um, but not like not immediately parallel and right beside, but over a few feet. And I'm going to weave back and forth over those poles, whether I'm on the horse's back or I'm doing it in hand. And this way, that row of poles, if you're walking to the left side of it, keeps the left side of the horse straight and you're only watching for bulge in the right shoulder. And then when you weave the other way, the poles are holding the right shoulder straight and you're going to step across them. Uh, and you're only going to be concentrating on the left shoulder bulge. Now, this also is very, very good for horses that struggle with proprioception or struggle with braveness to the jumps. Um, it stops them from feeling like they're going to take over. This can be performed. I do it at the walk first, uh, then the trot, and the more advanced horses, uh, we do do this at the canter as well. Um, I know that a lot of people use uh, poles to teach the lead change, uh, landing the lead change to be very specific. If you set a row of poles um, that you can do canter strides or trot strides into a raised pole, and then you can branch off either to the left or to the right and canter a single pole or have one straight ahead and one to the left and right. This can um, teach your horse. They never know when they're jumping through the exercise. If you're going to ask them to stay straight, 
or turn left or turn right. And it stops a lot of the anticipation. So, um, I want you to remember when we're doing pole work, it's very strenuous, uh, mentally on horses. And of course, the uh, more gymnastic and the more raised pulls you do, especially on a fan with the core recruitment, it can be quite an intense workout. So we want to be doing only a few reps and we want to be rehearsing them on a regular basis and uh, being very mindful of what we're trying to accomplish, whether it's rhythm, straightness, proprioception, core engagement. And when you feel your horse's um, have accomplished that, go back to your regular flat work. Now, when your horse tires in its regular flat work and you feel, okay, you know, maybe, um, you know, the workout is drawing to a close because the horse, you know, you don't want to be literally riding on an exhausted horse. Um, but when they're just feeling like they're falling, um, out of that great posture that you have just achieved, uh, with the poles, uh, now that they're not on the poles, sometimes it works to just go through the exercise one more time. And it's sort of like a reset button and it allows the horse to recruit those muscles one more time and they can kind of hold themselves in that new posture for about five more minutes, which allows you to put the finishing touches on your workout and end on a high note instead of ending with a horse who's falling out of those postures and out of those things that you have just trained with them. So add pole work. It's wonderful. Remember what you're doing it for and um, make sure you have lots of variation and always test, come back and make sure that it is accomplishing what you're trying to accomplish. Equine kinesiology tape increases the efficiency of your horse's body so that together you can strive for your goals. In the working horse, tape supports joints with long-term soundness in mind. It addresses fascial issues, lymphatic and circulation issues, and assists muscles, tendons, and ligaments. It can also be used in injury rehabilitation programs for faster and safer recovery so that your horse can feel like himself again. Tape is an affordable and accessible tool that, with a little know-how, can revolutionize your training and rehabilitation programs. Stuck Up is a course designed to give you the confidence and skills to add kinesiology taping to your toolbox, whether you're a horse owner or a professional body worker. Join Stuck Up and train like a professional, think like a body worker. Enroll at stuckupcourse.com.